Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do with Status Post Adulting. Hey, Status Post Adulting family. This is Sammy and Michelle. And you're listening to the 94th episode of Status Post Adulting, where we are talking about life being a journey and not a destination. Yes, Sammy, we are digging into the classic quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson, life is a journey, not a destination. And there's a specific reason for it. This is something I have been thinking a lot about the past few months. Maybe not the specific quote, but this idea of wanting to control my outcome. I found myself getting really stressed out because I wanted to know, am I making the right decision? What is this going to lead to? Am I going to be happy with what it leads to? And that was just not fruitful for me at all. I found so much more energy in this journey-based thinking. And so Sammy and I wanted to talk a little bit about that and give you our thoughts on what this quote sparks to us. Exactly, Michelle. A lot of us have heard this quote, life is a journey, not a destination. We are kind of dissecting that quote today. And we're talking about what this really means to us. First, there's destination-based thinking. Destination-based thinking is thinking about the end goals. Are you going to win the competition? Are you number one? How many listeners do you have? What's the number of listeners? Am I going to get promoted? Am I going to get promoted? These tangible and often external markers of success, we focus on them. We can derive our value from these external markers, and we can kind of fixate on these external markers. And although sometimes they can be inspiring, they can also be limiting. So true, Sammy. And that's why we are flipping the script and thinking a little bit more about journey-based thinking. Journey-based thinking is more focused on the day-to-day, the inputs, the present moment, really moving forward in a way that's not thinking, hey, what's the end goal? It's about, hey, like I'm living life and I just want to make sure that I'm doing so in a way that is aligned with what's important to me. That's right, Michelle. Journey-based thinking is focusing on those individual moments, those hours, which we are putting into something and kind of thinking of those as seeds that will eventually grow into something but maybe not fixating on what they will grow into. I think a great example of this, Amy, is our podcast. When we started our podcast, we were definitely guilty of having this destination-based thinking. We were trying to define our goals, even think big and say, oh, do we want to be the number one podcast in the world? Do we want to hit a certain number of listeners? What is a good number of listeners or downloads? We worked backwards into that type of thinking. That wasn't really doing anything for us. I agree, Michelle. It's kind of funny almost because we had these goals for number of listeners that we want to reach and we had like no idea 
how many <laughs> listeners podcasts even get. Like, yeah. Whether it was like 50 or like 10,000 or like a million listeners. Like these numbers literally meant nothing to us, but we made these arbitrary goals of like, we'll get this many listeners by this month and this many listeners by this month. And it was just so classic destination-based thinking. Classic destination-based thinking. Classic. Classic. We, we didn't invent it. We didn't invent it. In fact, this is kind of ingrained in us because a lot of times the workplace, school, mm -hmm. everything that we've been taught is based off of destination-based thinking. It's true. Get the promotion. Get the diploma. Get the next promotion. Get the next promotion. Get the next job. Get the raise. It's all about meeting these external goals. And goals can be helpful. Goals can be fun because they help point us in a direction. But a lot of times they can be limiting. A lot of times the things that we can achieve are bigger than the goals that we can fathom. And that's mm -hmm. the problem with destination-based thinking. It's really, in a way, it's fixating on these big goals and at the same time thinking so small. Exactly, Sammy. Which is why journey-based thinking has been a wonderful framework for us. We shifted from thinking, oh, we want to hit some sort of weirdly defined end goal. And instead, there was a point in our podcasting journey where we said, hey, we have a commitment that we are going to put out a podcast episode every single week. We don't know where that's going to lead. We're not even going to get too concerned about where it leads. We just know that gives us something tangible to hold on to that we can say every week, hey, let's put a podcast out. Let's put a podcast out. There's no question about it for us. We're going to put a podcast out. And then we just had faith that something will happen. And that is so much more freeing. And I'm starting to apply that to so many other things in my life as well now, Sammy. It's true, Michelle. And another thing I like about journey-based thinking is it also focuses on the journey. The journey being, what does your lifestyle look like day to day? Because that's important. And we don't want to lose touch with our lifestyle and creating a life where we have space to do things that are also important to us that maybe are not so goal-based, like exercising regularly or eating healthy, things that are really important for having a good journey, making yourself healthy, getting time to think about the bigger picture. All of these things are really important. But at the same time, maybe they don't have those clear destinations. It's so true, Sammy. Recently, I've been listening to a lot of Cal Newport's podcast. She loves Cal Newport, people. Deep questions. Deep questions. And I do love Cal Newport. I'm like obsessed with all of his books. I think I even read the How to Be a Straight A Student or whatever the, the, the book about school is when I was a young lad. I think lady. we owned it. It just popped up in our home. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Indian stuff. <laughs> Classic Indian parenting. Me, I'm extremely bored because I've been deprived. <laughs> oh, a book about how to be a straight A student. And he, of course, wrote these books about deep work. And in his podcast, Deep Questions, he often talks about designing your lifestyle. And it is such a good reminder that we literally choose how we spend our time. Oh, so true. If we agree to a million commitments and we're constantly busy doing things that we don't love, it's kind of our fault. And granted, a lot of things happen in life that maybe we can't control. Mm -hmm. And there may be things that we wouldn't want to participate in. But there's a lot of stuff that we can control. And what I like about Cal Newport's podcast, Deep Questions, it's a constant reminder that we do have control over how we design our lifestyle. I like this idea of lifestyle design, Sammy. Because I think it's true. 
anything that we do, any project that we take on, we do have to think about how much time and effort we want to put into it. And that can vary for different projects. But at the end of the day, like if you want to be the best at something, you are going to put in more, you're going to put in more resources, more time, more money, and that might be okay. But I think sometimes we get kind of screwed up because we think it needs to be the best at everything. And then we end up spreading ourselves very thin and not living a lifestyle that's healthy or really good for us in any kind of way. Yes, Michelle. And I think a lot of times things like work can put destination-based goals on us. And then next thing you know, we're doing things like working super hard or after hours or on things that we don't want to work on just for that destination-based goal of like a promotion or validation at work. And it's really important for us to actually think about our own journey. I have a really good example of that, Sammy. I remember in one of my jobs, we had, you know, like I was in sales. And so every quarter, your goal is to hit your quota. And the nice thing about sales is that really helps you think about and control how much money you're going to make that quarter. But then our company introduced a new product that they were testing, and they wanted us to push this product. But the product wasn't very good. And it wasn't going to necessarily change how much money you brought in. So I didn't really care that much about pushing this product. And a lot of people didn't. But we would talk to our managers and our managers were definitely hearing from above to push this product. And they'd say, oh, you know, definitely. Oh, what about this product for your client? What about this one? And maybe you should spend some time on this. And that's where you really see this like conflict come in because the company has this goal that doesn't relate at all to my goal, but they're just adding on things and they're saying, hey, if you want to be a good worker, if you want to be a good team player, then you should do all of these other things, even though they have absolutely nothing to do with helping you hit your quota. It's true. People do put these goals on us, and we really have to be careful about which goals we choose to accept into our lives. That's exactly right, Sammy. And I think taking that mindset from the work, which really just sets these arbitrary goals, some of which helps your end goal, but some of which don't, doesn't really help us when we're trying to make goals for ourselves outside of work, because we actually end up being very small minded. Like you said earlier, sometimes we don't even know what we're capable of doing. With our podcast, we're thinking, hey, maybe we could be the number one podcast. Maybe we could get a certain number of downloads. We have no idea where podcasting is going in the future. Maybe that has nothing to do with what our potential really is. It reminds me of the quote, Michelle, that we have talked about on this podcast before, which is that most people overestimate what they can achieve in one year and underestimate what they can achieve in 10 years. Bill Bill Gates. Gates. And I love this quote because it is so true. You know, if you run five minutes every day, you in one year maybe would not be super impressed with your progress. In 10 years, it would have been life changing. Mm hmm. I think it's so true, Sammy, especially since one thing I've been thinking about a lot is in 10 years, God willing, I will be 10 years older, period, regardless. And so how I spend those 10 years will define who I am. Maybe that means I'm in sales for 10 years and I'm the best salesperson because I've spent 10 years doing it. But I could also write for 10 years and I can be the best writer because I'm doing it for 10 years. Either way, like, honestly, if you do anything for 10 years, you're going to be better at it. And you should think, like, if I'm doing this thing that I'm doing on this journey for the next X amount of time, this will end up defining me and defining the skills that I build. The journeys reach destinations, even if those destinations are accidental. 
Oof, so true. For example, Michelle and I were watching The Bachelor. When we were living at home. When we were living at home. And it was fascinating. So fascinating. An enthralling series that was enjoyable, addicting, and, you know, brought us together for a little bit of time. And yes, it's about all these men or all these women fighting for the hand of one man or one woman. Then we have Bachelor in Paradise, where the leftovers kind of come together and it gets <laughs> messy. <laughs> and then there are Bachelor podcasts. And then there are Bachelor Instagram pages. And then there are Bachelor news articles. The whole ecosystem for The Bachelor is out there. You could literally spend all of your time learning about every single person on these TV shows. And then in 10 years, you would be an expert on Bachelor Nation. And what would that bring you? And you know what? If that brings you joy, that brings you joy. Mm -hmm. We did not want that for ourselves. No, not at because all. Because <laughs> we don't really care that much. We were just watching it because it came after Jeopardy and we were with our mom and that was nice. Mm -hmm. We do not want anything that involves that much visual media to be part of our journey, period. These people don't even end up getting married. It's very frustrating. <laughs> it's a roller coaster of emotion for two girls who are single. <laughs> and whose parents are and watching. are not trying to date at all. It's funny, side note, because our parents had an arranged marriage, The Bachelor actually makes more sense to them than normal dating. Yes. And so our parents were like, oh, you should go on this show. Yeah, they literally were. Any like, but The Bachelor is actually ultimate arranged marriage situation. <laughs> Except, unlike Indian culture, these people just end up moving away. Maybe that's because no one's getting their stars examined. I'm not sure. Do you bring an astrologer onto The Bachelor and maybe like do an astrologer-based The Bachelor? I'm curious. Oh, they should bring in that lady from Indian Matchmaker. Mm -hmm. Yes. Kind of oh mix God. those two up together. Literally. Uh, that, you know what? Somebody else's journey, though. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> Not us. Did we just come up with a great idea? Yes. <laughs> Take it. Another thing I didn't want to become an expert in, trolling people on Facebook groups. Could have told me. <laughs> <laughs> As some of you know, I have a tendency to go on Facebook. I don't have a news feed because I do not want to see other people's things. And but yet. I do like my Facebook groups because they are groups with my like-minded people. I got my financial independence group. I got my Mystic Michaela group. I got all the groups that I could possibly desire. However, sometimes people are posting things and it feels like they're posting them to trigger me and I have to respond. Sammy is a troll that gets trolled. I'm a troll that gets trolled. I get trolled and then I troll back. It's a troll cycle. For example, this week, somebody posted on one of the fire groups, is a mattress a worthwhile investment? Oy! If you and know Sammy. <laughs> of course, I value getting good sleep. But if you know me, I do not find that mattresses are things that are helping people sleep. You know, if I let Sammy, she would have us do a whole episode on big mattress. It's true. Quick summary, I sleep on the floor. So naturally, this triggered me. I had to respond. Michelle kind of... She Did tried not to have to respond. I she said, don't do it. She tried to stop me. But one thing I appreciate is previously, I was getting a lot of value out of my Facebook groups, going to the meetings in person. It was super fun. I loved meeting people who were like-minded. Now, I live in the middle of nowhere, and I probably shouldn't be so focused on these groups because... I don't want to, in 10 years, be an expert master troll on these groups. You are so close to it, though, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> so I really had to make very intentional decisions to get off of Facebook. Even though that was my one, like, social media thing, I'm like, no. 
I can't be doing that anymore. You know, trolling is bad energy. Mm-hmm. And for other people, maybe they're thinking in 10 years, they're accidentally becoming an amateur wine sommelier. Or in 10 years, they're accidentally becoming a Netflix cinephile. We have to be careful with how we spend our time. Because those are all little seeds that will grow. And that's what being journey-based is all about. Focusing on those little things that we do every day, because they are the things that will become big things. Exactly, Sammy. Which, our takeaway for this episode is life is a journey, not a destination. If you do not focus on your journey, you may end up in a weird destination. But you also shouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) destination-focused. Really, what we're saying is just reflect a little bit on your life. Maybe think about having a journey mindset. Think, hey, how am I spending every single day? Is it bringing me happiness? Am I doing something where if I continue to do this, I would be happy to be an expert in this in 10 years? And let go of the destination-based mindset. Don't limit yourself by thinking, oh, I want to be the best at this or the best at that or number one this or hit this goal or that goal. It's not about your goals. It's about your systems. It's not about your goals. That's right, Michelle. And a big part of journey-based thinking is being mindful. Yes. It's not just about planting all these positive seeds. It's also about relishing and enjoying those individual moments that you have to. Like this moment right now. Together. Breathe in. With us. <sighs> Strong exhale. <laughs> enjoying these individual moments too because all we have is the journey the destination is you're dead (laughs) (laughs) we all have the same destination death Mm -hmm. or you get your body frozen yes and and to me it's not just mindfulness it's also thinking big picture thinking spirituality just remembering that we came to this earth to learn lessons and to grow and we got to appreciate every moment we have here because it's short Destination, same for all of us, death. And casket, cremation, no matter how you do it, we stop breathing. We stop beating. So let us know what you guys think. What's your mindset? Journey-based thinking, destination-based thinking. Is one serving you better than the other? Let us know. Mm-hmm. Email us, statuspostadulting at gmail.com. Instagram, at statuspostadulting. You know how to reach us, guys. Take care. And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and rethink the status quo. Hey, everybody. Nee, 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 nee. Okay, welcome to the after show. <laughs> it's like a little, like, after show music. <laughs> I know, I like it, I like it. No, no, I like it. That being said, this is our after show. We just chat for a little bit. We chat, you can leave if you want to leave. Yes, Or you, you can, can stay. Or you can chat stay. with us. Yes, talk back to us, we'll pause in between. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. I think that would drive me crazy. Like Dora the Explorer. (laughs) We have been good. We were in Vegas for Halloween. We got to meet with our girlfriends, Nahid, Bella, Jaya, Marissa. We had a beautiful time. We dressed up in costumes. As you know, I love Halloween. So Mm -hmm. it was wonderful. And I had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Quick update. (laughs) As you know, last time we had an episode about iBonds. Two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. It is very obvious that we had many, many listeners to that episode because (laughs) (laughs) the Treasury Direct site crashed. (laughs) You guys went crazy. It's hard to be popular. (laughs) One, thank you. (laughs) 
We support you and we love that you are all trying to get your money's worth with these I-bonds. Sorry about the crash. Sorry, government. Sorry, also, government. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, it seems like y'all have single-handedly solved the inflation problem because on November 1st, <laughs> the I- <laughs> Because on November 1st, the I-bond rate actually went down completely unexpected to six point something. <laughs> So hopefully you guys did get it locked and loaded in October. You can obviously make decisions on how you feel about this next bunch, but yeah. Yeah. You're getting the six months of the 9% rate, and then you're going to be getting six months of the 6% rate. I don't think that's bad, but I think that's still good. We obviously thought it was going to go up. It's going down. Hey, that means positive things for our economy, probably. Or in the long term. (laughs) it, It means that the government seems to think that things are improved. So, yeah. Yeah. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. And also, shout out to Jess. She actually Mm. reached out to us to let us know that the last episode, Wait, What's Fire Again, helped her reflect and realize that she, when she makes big purchases now, or she feels like she's shopping, she actually takes a second and reflects and says, hey, is this something I actually want? Is this something that aligns with me? And she even said that sometimes... It's not. And she'll take the money and put it into an index fund or put it somewhere where it can grow. So love that suggestion. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for sharing, Jess. Yeah, that's a great idea. You're about to buy something. Maybe it's going to be expensive. Then you realize you really don't need it. You take that money, you put it in an index fund. Maybe you want to throw it in the compound interest calculator just to see maybe what that money would be in 10 years. And you know that you're helping yourself grow. You're helping yourself retire early and be financially independent. Speaking of growing. The podcast is. The podcast is <laughs> blowing up. And it's we're getting huge. It's kind of crazy. It, it is crazy. And mm-hmm. our eyebrows are raised. Mm-hmm. And also, if you are listening from Mumbai. First of all, thank you. Thank you so much. We don't speak Hindi. We don't speak we will Hindi. learn if you want us to. Yeah. Maybe. Let's not no, promise we will. that. We, will we might. No, tell them. We'll learn okay. Hindi, okay? We can learn we, Hindi. We think we can learn Hindi. Mm-hmm. Tell we watched Hindi a lot of Bollywood movies. We're almost we did. there. Not recently, but we can keep watching some. You know, it's not easy. Gabi kushi, gabi gom, when you're trying to learn a language. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get there. So if you are listening from Mumbai, please email us. We don't know what's happening. Statuspostadulting at gmail.com. Email us. How did you find the podcast? Maybe we can get on a call, we can chat. And if there's anything you want to hear about, please let us know. 100%. We will fully shift our content to your needs. <laughs> or if you are a bot, let us know. Yes. We don't know what's going on. Anyway, thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye.